You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Mousecapade Studios. Here are your hosts. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie, Christy, and Matt. I hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 860, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Just a reminder that those of us on the Mousecapades and More podcast are travel agents, so if you're looking to book a trip, we would be glad to help. You could text Vicki, Chrissy, Matt, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-373-4497, and we would be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package, so contact one of us today. So Steph's going to make Brad's day and start us off with, say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. Oh, yes. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. So I got a text message from my close friend who just moved to Florida um, last night. And I asked, can I put this on the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, that's exactly what I was thinking when I heard this story. So she was, you know, living in Florida. She can just take a quick trip to Disney, which is I'm super jealous about. And she says that they were at the Contemporary Hotel. And outside, she noticed that there was a family of four trying to take a selfie. The mom was holding this tiny little baby, and the dad had pushed mom in a wheelchair to take their photo. So she offered to take the picture for them. Um, And of course, they said yes. And she could tell that that baby was really young. So she says, like, how old is this baby? Yesterday. The baby was born. Yes. Day. It wasn't even a fresh 24 hours old. And of course, she said the first thing, right? <laughs> the first thing out of her mouth was, oh my gosh, did you have her here? <laughs> like, that was the only possible reason for there to be a baby that young at Disney. Like, you must have birthed the baby here. And she was like, no, we're local. Um, and there, she was at a birthing center. They discharged them after four hours. And the very first thing that she has done with both of her children is take them straight to Disney World because she wants that to be their first sight in the new world is to see Disney. (laughs) I was like, no. Oh my gosh. I just can't even like, oh my goodness. It's been 19 years since I've birthed a baby. I could barely even like think and move <laughs> i'm a dude and i'm all i know no vicky's laughing so hard i wish you could see her face <laughs> the look of horror on even matt's face so vicky can't stop laughing and matt can't stop shaking his head no like oh we always cut the umbilical cords at, at bay lake i can't even wrap my head around it that's insane and 
does she know that COVID is ramping up? And somebody in our family has gotten sick every single time we've left Disney. Like, it's just a given. We're going to get sick no matter how safe we try and be. Somebody's going to end up with at least a cold. And like, babies are so susceptible to everything because they have no immune system. I mean, that baby has literally no immune system. It just came out. And to take it, the first place is the most germy place on earth. Like, what? They discharged me after four hours. And I thought, let's go to Disney World. This isn't the Super Bowl, people. This wasn't even, it's like, it's like her first, she's done this before. Like she did this one other time and thought it was a good idea and liked it enough to do it again. And I also thought like, then my mind went to who wants to be at Disney world. Like even the first week after having a baby, like, you know, I was proud of myself for going on a walk. <laughs> I didn't want to open my front door for the florist delivery. <laughs> I just I swear to the ever-loving God above, I opened the front door. I remember this like it was yesterday. Some like my my employer delivered flowers. I opened the front door to get that delivery and I burst into tears. I was like, I can't handle this. <laughs> Go away. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I've got this this thing and I can't do this. And he's like, here are your flowers. <laughs> I could not imagine. That is insane. I mean, oh my kudos gosh. to her, whatever. Then that's her thing. I just, I could never. That was a, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it. That goes with your saying, Steph. Under three, that's for me. <laughs> <laughs> Under three, but over three months, maybe? I don't know. Like, Under three hours? <laughs> that's a straight up Florida woman story. I think she's trying to get in the Guinness Book of World Records is what I think. And I bet she could. She wanted that first visit button. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, she earned it. She earned it. I haven't even changed a diaper yet, and the baby's already making a trip. Hey, I, I appreciate that enthusiasm. Like, She's a diehard fan, apparently. Yeah. If that kid doesn't like Mickey, that would be horrible. He'll be, he'll be a universal kid. Right. There's so many kids that they're like, dude, why do you have so much Disney in this room? I said, because it makes me happy. Well, it doesn't make me happy. I said, well, you're not here all day. You're gone in mm, 45 more minutes. (laughs) (laughs) It's not for you, dude. It's for me. Not your room, bro. (laughs) Bruh. Bruh. Yeah, bruh. Bruh. A little girl called one of the boys that today, and I looked at him like, you're saying that now? No. You guys. Oh, my gosh. We get this world screwed up. (laughs) All right, let's talk some D23. Christy was about to burst through my phone to tell me all about D23. So it was D23 was this weekend at the Contemporary in Orlando, Florida. Um, And as we were hoping, they're going to give some love to Disney World, which we, I think, mentioned. Many Disney parks around the world have been getting additions and things. Really, I think I'm most jealous of Paris, but that's neither here nor there. In fact, I think we said that we thought Animal Kingdom needs some love, which made sense because Magic Kingdom had just got Tron. Hollywood Studios, now this wasn't just, but it's within the last 10 years. new, yeah. Yeah, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, Toy Story Land, and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, and Epcot got Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, and opening soon to a Epcot near you is the Journey of Water. It's on October 16th. You guys, that is the day that I made our Epcot reservation. I'm seriously thinking I might need to change it. Um, I'm a little scared what it's going to look like there. It might be crazy. Yeah. While some of the new comes with loss of some of the old, we were excited to hear what Disney has coming. 
So coming to Animal Kingdom, we have a Zootopia show, which I'm super excited about because Zootopia belongs in Animal Kingdom. However, yes. it does take over. It's tough to be a bug. Um, That's been at the park since it opened. I don't know how you guys feel about that. I'm okay with the show. I'm just sad. I don't hope that doesn't mean we're not going to see Princess Ada and Flick and them anymore because that's my baby's favorite movie. Yeah, I, I like the show. It's tough to be a bug, but it never has very many people in it. And it is, I do have to tell my clients, like, mm, kids get scared in it. Like, it even has warnings outside of it. So I guess a little more child-friendly this Zootopia thing will be. So anyways, here's a little bit of the Zootopia, what you're going to get. They are going to have um, various biomes. Is that like the different lands, like in Zootopia, how they have like the like the jungle area? Yeah. So the different biomes will be in this this space. Um, they'll be journeying alongside familiar faces. You'll have Judy Hopps there, Nick Wilde. We know that many Disney fans are, of course, not going to be happy about the loss of It's Tough to Be a Bug. But we also know that you go in there, you're going to hear some screams of some little kids um, who and are- some adults. Afraid, yes, of the spiders, or maybe that like bug feeling. That's one that always gets my kids that I'm like, no, 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 you're not going to sit on my lap. You're going to sit, sit on the seat because <laughs> you don't know what's coming. And then the bugs come running across the seat and feels like they're right underneath you. And that always lets out some yelps for, you can tell who hasn't been yet and who's like yes. waiting for it. Um, so that will be sad to see that go, but I am excited for the It's Tough to be a bug, or it's uh, the Zootopia show. Yeah, I'm sad that they're not going to take it over and make it a land, but I'll take that to start. <laughs> so if it's a show, how are they going to do the the biomes? Like, I would think that it would be more of like a ride where you go through the different like land things. I'm really not sure what they're doing. Maybe they'll swap out like the scenery, kind of like how they did with the Nemo uh show when they would change the backgrounds real quick like as they're performing they're quickly changing the background to take you from you know the jungle to the desert to the are you thinking live action i mean they were they were so detailed in all the descriptions of everything i know right <laughs> well because it's tough to be a bug was is not live action no so it's a screen yeah yeah maybe it's gonna be a screen also and just kind of take you into the different i don't know well, I mean, going back 20, 25 years to the old Lion King show in the Magic Kingdom, it was both screen and live action and puppets. Yeah. So maybe it could be a combination of both. Kind of like how it's tough to be a bug is with Hopper. Yeah. Animatronic. The spiders. Yep. I hope it'll be pretty child friendly. Like they hope they'll at least oh, scale yeah. back a little bit because I hate having to say that to people that like, I mean, this is super cute, but... Well, it's going to scare the heck out of your kids. <laughs> well, no, I usually say show the video, show the, show the YouTube video. I'm like, you don't want to ruin some things, but some things you don't want to find out in there. You'd rather your kids scream at home than scream there. <laughs> For sure. Well, also in Animal Kingdom, Dinosaur, Dino Land isn't going to be replaced by Zootopia. As we know, um, Disney decided to go in a completely different direction. They are imagining Dino Land to a tropical area that will house Encanto and Indiana Jones. Yeah, if you've been to Disneyland, as we all have and Matt will be in how many as six days six, six days, days as of this recording um you know that their dinosaur type ride is Indiana Jones 
Um, it's going to cost much less for Disney to refurbish our dinosaur ride at Walt Disney World than to create a completely new ride. Um, and the plans for Dino Land aren't complete as of yet, um, but they're completely aware that this area needs a total makeover. And the Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland is is amazing. Yeah, it is. I mean, I rode it completely blind because I took my glasses off. <laughs> as I do when I read as well. But um, I did take my glass. I mean, I mean, it's the same track. You can, I mean, same car, same vehicle. There was reports that a bunch of bigwigs had flown in for like an emergency walkthrough at Animal Kingdom. So obviously it was related to this, but. Right. Hey, awesome. Because that area needs some love. And yes, it if, does. <laughs> if it looks like, you know, the quick rendering, like I'm on board with this. It, it fits. It fits pretty well. So we'll see. And and I know people complain about the movies and the new IPs taking over the parks, but you know what? It kind of needs it. It needs something. Right. I mean, Dinosaur Land wasn't really like, what movie was that based around? Right. It, it wasn't. They just threw it together. That was supposed to be where the mythical creatures were, and they put that there instead. They scrapped it and they decided to make it kind of a throwback roadside attraction. I still think that just a tropical theme and like trying to squeeze Indiana Jones and Encanto in, like I was a little bit like, well, I mean, I'm happy it's not dinosaur land, but I feel like they could have done better. I I really kind of wish it still would have been our original idea of that's the Zootopia area. You could have done so much with Zootopia there. And yes, I want Encanto, but maybe Encanto could have had the, it's tough to be a bug space. And if you want Indiana Jones, because I do love Indiana Jones, but I'm also okay with going to Disneyland to get my Indiana Jones fix and maybe give us something new here. So True. I could have been happy a different way, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to complain. Yeah. We had talked all the way through it and everything. We were like, D- dinosaur would be perfect for the runaway um, train car. Yes. In the part in the movie where they're in the, you know, we thought it all out for them. All they had to do was make it happen. <laughs> Well, Michael's not a theme park ride designer imagineer yet. Yet. Let him graduate college. Let him get through the college program. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't they announce when they're going to open to Zootopia Land in uh, in Asia? Shanghai. Is it Shanghai? I'm sure that impacted this decision because everyone would just be screaming, oh, you're just doing the same thing you did with Tron, which is their fallback. I, I trust that they'll they'll do right to Animal Kingdom. I I, I don't think it'll be a, a copycat of of whether it's Disneyland's ride or too close to Shanghai's Zootopia area. But hey, if they bring us a Bengal barbecue, I'll be okay. I'm so excited for that place. <laughs> well, I think maybe that's why they went with this Encanto themed area, so it wasn't a copycat of the Zootopia area. Right. I do think that the Indiana Jones ride is going to be very similar, kind of like our haunted mansions are very, very similar. But that's right. See. All right, let's head over to Walcott, <laughs> <laughs> formerly known as Epcot. Uh, we're going to see some projects finalized, finally, and hopefully some walls will be coming down and we'll be able to see across the park and all the glory that is Epcot and not Walcott. The Space Over and Imagination Pavilion is com- is complete and Figment began meet greeting with s- guests on Sunday, September 10th. And from some of the reports, people were waiting four and a half to five hours to meet someone dressed as a giant rubber chicken. I mean, Hayden, I love Figment, but that outfit kind of creeps me out. Uh, 
test track will be reimagined, which everybody was kind of surprised to hear. But I was glad to hear because I hate Tron track. I kind of miss the old one. Uh, they're saying it might have some vibes around uh, the old world of transportation, which they were world of motion, right? Which they replaced. So that would be awesome. Uh, no word when that'll happen, of course. They just tell us things, you know. Well, with that blue sky, it's all blue sky stuff. They're just grabbing, reaching out of the clouds. <laughs> and then what do we got next? A new nighttime spectacular at Epcot will be Luminous, the Symphony of Us. That's a weird name. We know that it'll premiere on December 5th. We do know that this new show will include fireworks, fountains, lasers, lighting effects, because that's what you have at a night show. Uh, and of course, lots of music. World Celebration is coming soon. World Celebration will be glued, the glue that ties together the two other fresh faces in Epcot, World Discovery and World Nature. I know it's confusing. We're all confused, too. Uh, this completes the trifecta, the power pyramid of Epcot, and the newly imagined neighborhoods of the parks. Soarin' Over California will be showing at Epcot for the months of September. So if you're there in September, go check that out. That's what Kelly has. Curious why they're doing that. Did they say? Because I didn't watch it live. They just said that it was for Disney 100 for the 100th celebration. I'm hoping that they bring it back a little longer, like when I'm there in November. Like when I'm there in October? I don't know. Well, I thought it was interesting. And I know Matt watches Kyle as well. Mm -hmm. Kyle was disappointed. He felt like there wasn't like they were kind of holding back and he's really worried about them selling it. Well, I mean, it was, I mean, if we just want to blanket D23 in general, I think they're having it too much. Like it used to be like Comic-Con where you, everybody right. would get ramped up. You'd get jacked up. What are they going to say? Now they're just pulling straws like, um, cause they're making huge money on merch and it's a right. huge draw. It's like, do this every three years when you have something impressive to tell us. Not like, hey, we're redoing Tron. Hey, they're, welcome Figment. Like, you know, <laughs> that was like mind-blowing. Like, I was telling my wife, I'm like, I remembered when they announced New Fantasyland. Oh, that would have been amazing. That was a big deal. Like, people lost their collective minds. Like, uh, Merch wasn't even that good this year. Blah. blah. That's because they're always having to think up merch. And I, I, speaking about Figment, I'm just going to jump in because Michael listens when he can. Um, he shared with me, and I don't know if any of our listeners are wrestling fans, but Figment's little entrance has been compared to wrestling entrances. It looks like the tunnels that wrestlers come out in. And there's like Matt Cardona. He is a former WWE wrestler and he's a really big indie wrestler right now. If you look him up on Instagram, he compares Figman's entrance to professional wrestlers. And and God love him, Figman actually tripped and it's Instagram. Oh, and, and these professional wrestlers, they have actually dubbed over wrestlers entrance themes we do need to go on instagram and look at that it's quite funny um but yeah michael got a big michael was blowing up my phone sharing that with me so no further details were given about the beyond big thunder the blue sky that matt was just saying <laughs> about the magic kingdom that they talked about last year um what was said is that the area will be bigger than new fantasy land and on par with the immersion of lands like pandora and galaxy's edge oh good four or five more years we also <laughs> learned that, sorry that doesn't say that i said that we also learned that a tavern is coming near the pirates of the caribbean ride the tavern is going to extend the pirates of the caribbean story they also said it's going to have like that feel like ogus canteen but it'll be for pirates i'm still out on the jury's out on this one country bears jamboree is getting 
a makeover. Yes, I totally agree that those animatronics need, when you can hear them moving, yeah, you need an update. Click, 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 click. Yeah. Well, they're updating the music and everything. Um, They said the show's going to be revamped. Expect the Bears to put on their own country twang on some of your favorite Disney tunes. And the Imagineers are teaming up with musicians straight out of Nashville to make sure that the new act is as authentic as possible. They're getting rid of some inappropriate songs, including the one that my daughter loves the most that said, um, all the guys who turned me on, turned me down. She's like, they can't take that away. That's just classic. That was my favorite Her when I was on the saddle. Like, come on. Oh, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to remix it. Yeah. There was plasma on the seat. But as long as they're giving it love, I have to be happy because for so long we were afraid it was going away. Right. Which is nice to know it's not. It's just getting a, a makeover. And the pirates thing, if that's like Olga's but pirate vibe, I'm 100% on board with that. I'm there. Yeah, it's going to be huge. How fun will that be? Yes. It'll be a... It'll be a good time. All right. So I've got a few small things. The Hatbox Ghost is set to haunt at the Haunted Mansion starting in November. Hatbox Ghost will materialize the Haunted Mansion's mansion eerie endless hallway. That's where you can find him. Be on the lookout. Asha from the upcoming movie uh, Wish is going to be coming to Epcot, Disneyland, and Disneyland Paris to greet guests. So if you are a fan, then check that out. I have not seen that movie. It's coming. I want to say October. I, I'll look it up. It's going to be coming after the movie comes out. Yes. Okay. Well, I was like, I have no idea because I have never, I haven't even seen a preview of this movie. So it's super cute. You should see a trailer. Okay. And then starting next spring, you'll find Ahsoka joining the lineup on the much loved Star Tours ride at not just Hollywood Studios in Florida, but also over in California at Disneyland and then at Disneyland Paris. Um, This isn't the first time we've seen new adventures added to this attraction. If you've binge watched Star Wars Ahsoka, which I haven't on Disney Plus, then you know that she has already debuted at Disneyland. A couple more characters. Gotta love the characters. Oh yeah, especially Hatbox coming. That's gonna be cool. And I love how the characters at Disneyland just walk around like they used to back in the day at Disney World. It's how I envisioned Disney when I hadn't been that's how the commercials make it appear. Yeah. yeah. Well, they must be filming over at Disneyland because uh, <laughs> that's a Disneyland thing, not a Disney World thing. There wasn't a lot that was said this weekend about Disneyland, but they did say that the Avengers Campus will get a new attraction. We did talk about this on Friday's show, so they must have totally listened to our show. They talked primarily about a new ride vehicle at Avengers Campus. Brett Strong, the executive creative director at Walt Disney Imagineering, gave D23 goers a sneak peek at a cutting-edge ride vehicle which is a mashup of some of the coolest tech in the Marvel Universe. Think Tony Stark's time suits, Xandrian jump points, and Wakandan wizardry all rolled into one. So my guess is they're going to be using that big empty area. That we were just talking about. That we were just talking about, where they kind of bring the Avengers and the characters to do like their meet and greets, and they just kind of stand there. So, yay! I'm very excited. I It'll take five years, but... right michael be graduated he might be working there by then (laughs) right he'll maybe design it at disneyland they move faster than at disney world so they get their stuff done much quicker they're close to hollywood they're that cali money (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
All right, this wasn't announced at D23, but it's definitely newsworthy. We told you that Disney was going to reveal more about Disney's crew line, newest cruise line, The Treasure. The Disney Treasure officially set sail on December 21st, 2024. With seven night voyages from Port Canaveral, Disney Cruise Line Castaway, Castaway Club members began booking at The Treasure yesterday, September 12th, 2023. Bookings open to all guests on September 20th, 2023. The ship is inspired by Walt's love of exploration. The stern features Captain Hook and Peter Pan. Captain Minnie will receive a new outfit that says adventure to all who meet her. The Grand Hall is inspired by Agrabah with a golden statue of Aladdin and Jasmine on the magic carpet. That sounds cool. There will be 1,256 staterooms on board featuring custom artworks from various movies like Aladdin, Pocahontas, Up, and everyone's favorite Encanto. The concierge rooms and royal suites, they will be themed to The Lion King, Jungle Book, and Aladdin. Nice to see Jungle Book getting some love. Yeah. The Tomorrow Tower Suite is the funnel, the quote-unquote funnel, suite featuring forward-thinking themes inspired by Epcot and the atmosphere of Epcot's world discovery. This suite is 2,000 square feet. That's bigger than my house. Mine too. Yeah. Uh, It has an entire, you have your own elevator, many dramatic art pieces throughout, and things that I wouldn't want my kids to touch. Because I'm sure if you break it, you buy it. No, that that ship looks awesome. Yeah, I really am excited about this one. And you think I would have been more excited about Wish, but I think I'm more excited about this one. Everyone says, I mean, everyone says, everyone I've heard talk about the the, the differences between them all is the Wish is like the least favorite. Everyone's like, the layout's horrible. I've heard the layout's bad. Like from like serious cruisers I've talked to, they're like, it's the worst layout. This one has a, a better layout and I like how they're throwing more love at like old school animation yes for sure that's disney bringing back aladdin and having the statue in the um grand hall that was amazing that i saw a picture of that and it was beautiful jungle book like you know that's pushed off the shelf i don't know about that 2000 square feet that's just a little insane to me i am thinking i i've read that now like three times over i'm like wait they're talking about like an art gallery or like a part of the ship like there's no way that somebody's going to rent a room you know somebody is on a cruise boat like what they're gonna just stay in the room the royal loft suite on on the royal ships i think that's like 1600 square feet two stories it has a slide like who i mean it's like celebrity level stuff for people that can like afford that jay-z and beyonce well if you're listening we will book that for you (laughs) give us a call i will carry your luggage definitely will give you a a faster number to get to her (laughs) (laughs) here's my burner phone Uh Oh my gosh. I will pick you up and drive you there. <laughs> I'll carry you on my back there. Right. <laughs> All right. So the treasure will have many dining opportunities, including rotational dining. Worlds of Marvel and 1923 are both on the wish and they will be on the treasure as well. Plaza de Coco is a new theatrical dining experience themed to Coco. And there'll be two nights of unique dining. Uh, the first night will have music filled evening with or excuse me, featuring Miguel and his familia with the second night focusing on Miguel reuniting with his great-great-grandparents. Adult exclusive restaurants are Palo and Enchante, which are also on The Wish. Um, Those also have a dress code. Just beware of that. The lounges available are The Rose, which is themed after Beauty and the Beast, Skipper Society, which is themed after Jungle Cruise, uh, Periscope Pub, which here's a throwback for you, uh, Matt, themed to 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Yeah. And it's a casual pub. And then Sarabe, which is themed after The Lion King. And that is a two-story pub. How fun. Yeah, this ship sounds pretty pretty awesome. 
So for Quick Bites on the ship, there's the Quick Bites restaurants aboard. That is the Marceline Market. And then uh, Mickey and Friends Festival of Foods. There's an ice cream parlor. Um, and it's themed after the ice cream parlor in the movie Zootopia. Remember where, like, they're going and getting the, the little popsicles and... Elephants? Yeah. Yes. Um, ripping people off. <laughs> right, exactly. There's going to be 20 flavors of gelato and 16 flavors of ice cream sorbet and specialty treats, candy, and more at that ice cream parlor. Um, then there's two coffee shops. There's Hey Hey and Jade Cricket Cafe. Hey Hey will be themed, of course, after Moana's sidekick, and they're going to serve coffee and tea. The Jade Cricket Cafe has a Mulan theme. It took me a minute to realize where Jade Cricket was from and then as soon as it said Mulan I was like oh yes okay um of course Disney will have attractions all over the boat the first one is the aqua mouse that's called the curse of the golden egg it will plunge guests into an adventure in an ancient temple very cool the pools aboard the treasure are attractions in and of themselves and there will be 10 aboard the ship plus the mickey water play areas the toy story splash zone will have larger than life rubber bath toys and a slide asaurus rex family slide there will also be a quiet cove and a senses spa for adults only the entertainment aboard the treasure will be fantastic as well Beauty and the Beast will perform songs from the movie while showcasing their amazing outfits and sets. Disney Seas The Adventure will feature Goofy, Disney, and Pixar characters as they journey through the movies, The Princess and the Frog, Moana, Frozen 2, and more. How cool. Yeah, I like the Slidosaurus Rex. Like, yeah. you, you can make every play with that name, Partysaurus Rex, Lend Me $50 of Saurus Rex. Like, <laughs> Which is the best, the best of Source Rex. One of the biggest surprises announced this weekend is that the D23 Expert will no longer be. Oh, yeah, folks. Starting in 2024, D23 Expo is going to be transformed into the Ultimate Fan Expo. Such a thrilling name. This event will span a week and it won't be conf- won't be confined to the Anaheim Convention Center. It'll be it starts its festivities at the happiest place on earth. That's Disneyland, folks. There will be a huge panel discussion down the road at Anaheim Ducks Honda Center. Disney is partnering with Anaheim Angels. Guess we'll be able to watch the Angels play the New York Mets on August 4th, 2024. I I know that I should be surprised that they have the baseball games already planned out for next year, but I was like, what? When I heard like what they were naming it, I'm like, like, did like a five year old pick this? Like, oh, the ultimate fan experience. Like, it better be with that name. It better be the ultimate fan experience. It'd be the magical fan experience. The most magical fan ever. Okay. Well, like you said earlier, it used to be like a Comic Con. Now it's just a Merchicon. Yeah. And the merchandise wasn't even that good. It's a huge moneymaker. Like, I was watching it all this weekend and people, you know, people are just going crazy. And then they had the D23 Halloween party. Like it's, it's a big draw. I mean, but this doesn't seem like the ultimate fan event when they go and say things like, and down the road at the Honda, that's where (laughs) we're going to be having you guys meet, get excited. You guys are ultimate fans. Like we're all going to meet in the parking lot down by a, by a Denny's down there. Wiggly wiggly. And then we're going to take you to an Angels game because there's extra seats there and we're going to let you watch a baseball game because, you know, like, this is not a Disney thing. Like, what in the world? 
It's an ultimate fan event. So you could be a fan of anything. Walt is rolling over in his grave. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to this thing. I'm gonna bring like 20 box fans with me, and I'm gonna be like, "Let's do this." I'm the ultimate fan. Everyone's <laughs> gonna stare at me like that guy's nuts. So uh, we all saw this one coming, and I thought it was funny because my mom now is following stuff like this, and she's like, "Did you see this?" And she sent me the article. Disney has agreed to making individual payments to people who had the magic key passed to their parks. We reported to this this story to you guys earlier this year that they were suing Disney World because the magic key holders um, had purchased their passes and that were not supposed to have blackout dates and they magically appeared blackout dates for them. So after a year and a half of litigation, Disney has agreed to pay the settlement to the people that purchased magic key passes in 2021 to the tune of $9.5 million. It's 67.41 to each of the class members. Uh, the class members include over 100,000 people. And due to this settlement, Disney has now stopped uh, selling the Magic Key Passes. So yay for you, Miranda, because no one else is going to be doing it. They will allow renewals of the Magic Key Holder, was I was wondering about that. But if you don't have one before this weekend, you are not going to get one anytime soon. Oh, yeah. I was worth that 67 bucks. <laughs> I know. Oy. It was the point. Yeah, no, uh, and I'm glad that the the people, because it's mostly Disneyland people, uh, I'm glad they won, because Disney's a juggernaut, and they rarely, rarely, rarely talk tail, so good for them. Yay. Um, So this is exciting. We all know and love Disney's Castaway K. Well, guess what? We're getting another private island. Disney is um, creating a place called Disney Lookout K., at Lighthouse Point. It was, of course, announced, you guessed it, at D23 on Saturday. It's in the Bahamas, and according to Disney Parks blog, it's going to celebrate the natural beauty, traditions, and artistry of the one-of-a-kind nation. Concept art was also shown on stage and on the official live stream. Disney Lookout K at Lighthouse Point will be located at the end of the island, and it's going to have like 90% solar power to aid in environmental preservation. It will be um, Disney's second private destination, and it looks like they're going to start sailing this in 2024. They're going to visit the destination currently being offered um, on Disney Magic for June. Yup. June 2024. Very cool. So it's it's coming quick. How can they put together an island faster than they can put together Tron? Tron. <laughs> well, and if someone's already built Tron. They haven't built this island. Like, <sighs> I love the 90% solar power thing to invade environmental preservation while the ship burns 100,000 gallons of diesel fuel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have to make up for it somewhere. They got to put on a face, right? Facade. (laughs) Disney Cruise Line released information on the seventh ship in their fleet, the Disney Adventure. Work is currently underway on the ship, previously known as the Global Dream in Germany. This will be the first Disney ship to sail from Singapore and throughout Southeast Asia. As expected, it will feature the Disney service, storytelling, and entertainment the cruise line is known for. No timeline for when the ship will sail with guests was shared, though previous reports have stated that the maiden voyage is expected to take place sometime in 2025. There are rumors of it being delayed until 2026, but we will have to wait and see. 
I mean, if there's already rumors, I'm going to go ahead and start saying 2026. <laughs> I didn't know that this ship was already built. Like it was a previous cruise line yes. ship. But they'll have that quicker together than Tron was again. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. All that work's been done. Yep. All right, I guess a D23 got a first look at the Louis audio animatronic that will be used in Tiana's Bayou Adventure. The animatronic wasn't quite finished, but the D23 guests could get the idea of what it will look like when the ride reopens when uh, with its new look and its new name. He's all mechanical looking right now. There's no skin on him. He's all bare bones and clickety-clackety parts. The Imagineers even put a hidden Mickey on the inside supports on like his brackets for his chest. There's like little hidden Mickey's cutouts. Pretty cool. While we will always, always miss Splash Mountain R.I.P., it still hurts, we are excited to see Disney Imagineering's back at it, creating new things, exciting things, especially new animatronics. Like, ugh. if this opens up and they do it justice, I will be, I, I will be able to let Splash Mountain rest. Right. Like, but if it's all screens and like one new animatronic, I'm gonna, I'm gonna burn it down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really mean to say that. Don't, don't, don't take that serious. <laughs> it catches on fire and they come after you, Matt. Yes, right. <laughs> Honestly, though, um, yeah. If they can make it look as amazing as they're making it sound, then it, it won't hurt as bad. If it encompasses the spirit of Tiana and that whole vibe, right. Well done. Thank you for that. And and get us some beignets right outside the, the ride. Right outside. Yes. Snack pack. <laughs> please, please, please. <laughs> Chocolate dipping sauce. I was going to say, they needed dipping sauce. Yep. Ah, so I just want to give a shout out to all of our listeners. Thank you for enduring our crazy today because we were, we were a little crazy. I think I should have <laughs> maybe not taken a nap. We appreciate you and we love being able to celebrate the magic with you each and every week. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. And if you could go on to Apple or Podbean and give us a rating or comment, it would mean the world to us. We love hearing from our listeners. Be sure just to let us know what you'd like to hear more about so we can reshape our show to meet your needs. If you're interested in being a guest on our show, or if you have a question or a comment, just text us at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our social media accounts at The Mouse Paid Podcast on Facebook. If you would like a free quote, contact Vicki, Stephanie, Matt, or me, Chrissy, at 636-373-4497. Be sure to listen to Friday's show where we will be breaking down the Disney dining plan. So bring schematics, whiteboards, pencils, paper, you're going to need it. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains a space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Well, everybody, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Hurry back. Have a magical day, my friends. Fast!